Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. So we are going through 1 Corinthians, and we have been talking a lot about just kind of Paul's way of living and how he's been addressing the Corinthians. And so we are going into a section that is called Concerning the Unmarried. And in this, he is talking specifically to people who have yet to be married and to even widows who have lost their spouse. And so this is this is a long section for us to go over, but I didn't want to chunk it up because I feel like in it we can really absorb all the information if we read it straight through. So we are going to be reading from 1 Corinthians 7 verses 25 through 40, which says, Now about virgins. I have no command from the Lord, but I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the present crisis, I think that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you pledged to a woman? Do not seek to be released. Are you free from such a commitment? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you this. What I mean, brothers and sisters, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they do not. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of this world as if it was not engrossed in them. For this world in its present form is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife. And his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in an undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone is worried that he might be acting honorably toward a virgin he is engaged to, and if his passions are too strong and he feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then who marries the virgin does right, but who does not marry her does better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is, and I think I too have the Spirit of God. So, I find this passage interesting because it's promoting both marriage and unmarriage. Specifically, though, Paul is promoting unmarriage. What he's trying to say is that married people have split devotions because they can't just focus on God. They also have to focus on their families. And so that's why Paul is making this claim that it is better for you if you are not married 
to remain unmarried because then you can focus your sole attention on the Lord. You can do his will. You don't have any split, divided attention. You can do exactly what the Lord wills without anything holding you back. Because unfortunately, what happens is when we are married, then we have to start considering things like, well, what does our spouse want? What does our spouse want out of life? Where do they want to go? And what is the Lord telling to them? And then we also, when we have kids, then our loyalties are even split even further. Because not only are we then thinking about our spouse, but then we are thinking about our kids. And so what happens is as our family grows and grows and grows, our loyalties are becoming split even more and more and more. So it's not just us and God. It's us in the world. And so this is what Paul is trying to say, is that if you are unmarried, take it as a sign of honor because you are living a life that is pleasing to God and that you, my friend, have loyalties for just God alone. And that is awesome. And that is a future that not as many people take. And But what Paul is saying is find honor in that. Find glory in that. Because if you can help not being married, then don't be married. Use that time to devote yourself to the Lord and devote yourself to the Lord completely. But what he does say is he's not condemning anyone that does get married because he understands the passions of this world, the passions of the flesh. And so what he's saying is if you can't control your passion, if you can't control your desire, then it is better for you to get married because then guess what? You're not sinning because it's not a sin to be married. God created marriage. God created marriage as this beautiful concept for us to join with one another. And so it's it's okay. Just because that you will then have a divided loyalty doesn't necessarily mean that you're sinning or that you're pulling away from God. It just means that you're not fully focused and fully devoted. But that's okay. And so what I want us to do today is I want us to pray into that we can be as devoted as humanly possible to God. Because whether we are married or whether we are unmarried, we need to be as focused to God as we possibly can. And so would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Lord God, Lord, I just want to turn to you today. I want all of us to turn to you, all of us who are praying, to turn, Lord, to you and give you our devotion. Because, Lord God, that's what you call from us, is you have devoted yourself to us. You have given us Jesus Christ to die for our sins. And Lord God, so why can't we spend our time devoted to you? Whether we are married or unmarried, Lord God, I just pray that our loyalties would remain with you and you first. And that in our marriage, Lord God, if we are divided because we have a spouse or we have children, that we would rightly put you above them and then our marriage and then our children, that we would spend our loyalties making sure that your will is above all. So, Lord God, would you help us with these things? Because, Lord, it is not easy. As the world crashes around us, it wants to pull us away. It wants to distract us. It wants to take us off track. And so, Lord God, I pray that you would reshift us, pivot us, refocus us, so we are completely devoted to you. Lord God, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to next time. Please like and follow 5-Minute Fever on Facebook and Instagram. So you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.